0: <laughs> back. (laughs) We'll be right back. everybody. Welcome to the Loot Bros Podcast. I'm your host, Resident Daryl, and today i got a very special show for you. So a handful of things before we get started, any kind of housekeeping, anything like that, uh, I would like to give a special shout out and toast to our good friend uh, Gaz just want you to know that we're thinking about your brother. You're in our prayers, um, and we really appreciate all of your contributions to the community and uh, especially everything you do with the rarity uh, event. So um, up front, the most important thing we can talk about right there. Um, I just hit my microphone with my headset, so uh, that is always, always good. Uh Uh-oh, this is a big deal. This is a big one. I just hit a... Finally, after weeks of trying to contact this dude, um, <laughs> I just might be making one of the biggest deals of the week. So here we go. All right, guys, there's been a lot that's happened since the last time I recorded and i got to be honest, I'm thinking about moving the show to dropping later in the week as it will help me with my recording schedule. So if you are a patron, you should have received already, not one, but two pieces of content if you're at the deep dive tier or above. You should have gotten the Resident Daryl podcast and you should have gotten your first deep dive of the month. Now, that deep dive was myself and my good friend and friend of the show, Josh Adams. We got together and we talked about Godzilla minus one. Amazing, amazing film. You got to watch it. Uh, next up, you're going to get later on at the end of the month, you're going to get a little more tack on Titan because I was pledged before we took a break, went on the hiatus and I blew up the house of roaches uh, on the podcast. And I said that I would honor my pledge. And I am. I'm gonna, even though Matt G was like, hey, brother, you don't have to do it. I, I relieve you of your pledge. I'm like, no, sir, that's not how I do business. So I want to jump in there real quick and let you guys know that I'm going to honor what I said. I'm gonna honor what I do. Now, this is going to be a shorter show, guys. I just want to let you know up front, this is gonna be a bit of a shorter show. Well, it should be. We'll see. My goal is to hit a certain time frame because I'm swamped with things to do right now. And we'll see where we actually land. So uh, also in the, the name of housekeeping, if you're listening to this, go to the Resident Daryl podcast, uh, podcast, jeez, YouTube channel and dog quit. No socks. No, no. This dog will find it. This golden retriever only retrieves socks. She finds them everywhere. I don't even know. She's got to be stashing them places so that she can then find them and chew them up. Uh, But yes, Resident Daryl on YouTube, guys. Go check it out. Dropping new videos each week, and this week's video is a big one as I'm yelling at the dog. All right, I had to wrestle the dog for the sock. I don't want her to swallow it and get it lodged in her intestine. So here we go. Patrons want to give a shout out and a toast to you. Thank you to our Patreon producers. We have Matt G, Sadik, MZ Nitro. My name is Mayo. Thank you guys. And thank you guys again. A handful of you guys have been coming into my whatnot shows. We're going to talk about whatnot a little bit later on. Uh, As far as the shows go, uh, we'll put a little promo right here for Whatnot and say this, guys, for housekeeping because it makes sense. If you have not tried out Whatnot, please, 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 please go check it out. It is the Twitch uh, and eBay, if they got together, got married first because we want to make sure they do everything correctly. And then they had a baby. It is live auctions, and the deals are incredible, right? And so if you use the link in the description, you use my whatnot link, whether it be as a buyer or a seller, I get money and you get money. I mean, it is awesome. Now, I don't get money until you spend money, okay, which is the kind of the caveat for me promoting it, which is fine, but guys... Use my link in the description below, sign up for whatnot, go on there and you don't have to spend your money with me. You get like 10 or $15 to go spend with anybody, right? So go buy yourself a video game and check it out. The platform is amazing. Go buy yourself some Pokemon cards, go buy yourself some storage unit finds. Like just right now, I've got whatnot brought up on one of my monitors. I'm not watching any auctions. Just these are the ones suggested to me. Pokemon cards, storage unit finds, more storage unit finds, tech finds, one dollar start on electronics. They they put they pull out an item, they start the auction right there live for a dollar, and there's a little timer, and you get in there and you bid on it. It's awesome. It is freaking awesome. I've bought so many video games. I've sold hundreds of video games on there, and this has is really starting to become my platform of choice. You know, like high dollar, like you know, slow moving games, I throw them on eBay and then the mid tier to low tier stuff. And every now and again, sneak a banger in there, uh, do these whatnot shows. And it's crazy. It's crazy. Just how fast you can move inventory. Now, do I make top dollar on it? No. So if you're going to be a seller, if you're going to click my seller link, I think you get 40, I get 40 for that one. Uh, if you get approved to sell. But I just want you to know up front, you don't make top dollar on this stuff. Everybody's getting deals. Everybody's getting deals and giveaways like crazy. All right. But I just want you to know that it is the place to go for to to buy video games anymore. It just, I can't, I can't stop. I can't stop watching it. It's awesome. I love it. Absolutely love it. So, guys, go on there, check out uh, right now, tomorrow, one of my favorite channels all nintendo all day one dollar starts 1000 games crazy isn't it it's freaking crazy all right guys so yeah go check out whatnot use my link in the description below you get money i get money we both win help me to help you all right guys so let's jump into the show proper let's talk about just a handful of games that i've been playing um not a ton not a ton i've done more time selling than i have playing and I've got a couple of dogs fighting behind me, so if there's a lot of background noise, it is what it is today. But I've been playing WWE 2K22. I, ha- I can't bring myself to buy 23 yet until I really uh, exhaust all of uh, 22. I've been on a bit of a tear playing that lately, and I've got a recommendation coming up. It's so f- I'm cool. It's exciting. It's exciting. Super stoked about it. But uh, it's been it's birthday season, so a lot of you guys who've listened to the podcast for any amount of time know that um my wife, my daughter and my uh son all have January birthdays so I do we, we do the the boom 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 back 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 so all of our time has been around hey you know birthday this get things ready that you know go let's go out and do this blah blah so I haven't had a ton of time to play but what I have been doing is I've been playing WW2k 22 on the backbone that's right I made a giant purchase. I purchased an entire lot of video games from a reseller, um, sealed stuff, t- accessories, all kinds of crazy stuff. And in the box was a backbone. Now, before there was a dead Station Portal for those Portal guys, there was the backbone. Now there's the backbone with the it's got the Xbox kind of configuration. And it's got, it's black, obviously. And then there's the Backbone 1, which is the PlayStation configuration with the, you know, and it's gray. It looks awesome. Now, the Backbone 1 is much more expensive, even on the secondhand market. So I don't have a Backbone 1. But what I do have is a standard Backbone. And let me tell you what, guys, this thing is baller status. It blows my Kishi out of the water. The buttons and triggers feel so freaking good. Um, the configuration, how responsive it is. And so I've been laying in bed and remote playing WWE 2K22, and it's been awesome. So not only is the game great, but the, the controller I'm using to play it is awesome. So it's so good. As a matter of fact, for Christmas, I bought my kids new phones. So I took one of those phones, and I have designated it now the backbone phone. Like I'm not like oh, we were gonna sell it, you know, because there's, there's money to be made in it. But until I can get a portal and I can get a portal at a the correct price, the two hundred dollars, you know, or less, um, I'm not. I'm I'm just not gonna. I'm not gonna do it. I'm not paying scalper prices. We got one guy he's scalping. He's a bunch of them. He had like eight or so. He's down to two forty local, but I'm still not paying forty dollars over. You know what I'm saying? I'm not doing it. I'm gonna get it for two hundred. 214 if you consider tax that's kind of the that's kind of my my range on it um so with that being said i would you know highly recommend um (laughs) checking by the way new egg today had the portals on sale they sold out in like 10 minutes so it's kind of annoying but hey i got something right now you know, that I this working. This Backbone is dope. It is so cool. The buttons feel amazing. And it's cool because it's got a couple extra buttons on there where you can go to the Backbone menu. It has its own app and everything. And you can get, you know, you can do Backbone stuff, whatever. You know, use subscription services, whatever. Um, but you can screenshot and save, you know, like well, it has like a screenshot function that's outside of the console screenshot function to where if I'm playing a game, I can take a screenshot of it and send it to my friends. So that's very cool. That's freaking dope. I think it's sick. And uh, right now, after a couple hours with The Backbone, I have a high recommendation. So there you go. A little bit of uh, our recos coming in early. You know, So definitely going to be playing more on The Backbone. Another game I've been playing is the PS3 version of Vanquish. It's an amazing game. I got some trophies on it. As a matter of fact, last time, Gareth and I talked on the podcast last week's episode, which was a great one, by the way. If you didn't listen to it, go check it out. Um, I played some Vanquish and got some trophies then. So chipping away at Vanquish on the PS3, and it is an excellent game. And then Earth Defense Force 2 on the Vita played another, I don't know, I'm at the 10-hour mark on it. And seriously, I've got 10 hours, two trophies. (laughs) <laughs> this game is such a grind. I went into it with rose tinted glasses thinking, oh, yeah, this is like 500 hour game, I'll platinum that over time. This is great, you know? And I just don't think it's going to happen. Estimated time, it's a 7 out of 10 difficulty, estimated time to platinum, 350 hours. I don't know, guys. 10 hours into it, I'm already starting to, to rethink my actions. So we'll see we will see what i decide to do but right now i am i mean it's 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 loaded on my ps vita my ps vita is beside my bed so when i'm not using the backbone playing some 2k22 i'm playing the vita and it's great so those are the three that's it that's all i got you know i played a little bit more exo primal uh, but technically i haven't played it since the last time we recorded so doesn't count doesn't count but yes exo primal is really good my kids have been playing it without me unfortunately And they're really digging it. So jumping into the next order of business. Now, you know, I'm not doing the backlog beatdown updates right now because we haven't launched the backlog beatdown five yet. Uh, This one's going to be shorter bursts. You know, we're not going crazy with it or whatever. But we will be doing uh, some backlog beatdown seasons, you know, this this year, that's probably the best way to put it. Um, but we're going to go over to uh, the PlayStation leaderboard because that seems to be the only one anyone really gets down with. I had to log back in because I got kicked out for for not uh, logging in first before I refresh the page. So here we go. Missy Goats a lot, first place, 63 trophy, second place. That DTN, Donnie. 34 trophies, uh, his latest trophies, uh, were in Ratchet and Clank Rift Apart. Great game. AMZ Nitro, third place, 31 trophies. Playing some Mud Runner. There we go. There you go. Fourth place, Stink Palm, playing Robo- Roblox. Now, that is interesting because when I loaded up Roblox, it, the trophies weren't live, or at least they didn't show up. So, Roblox has trophies now, guys. No platinum though. That is unfortunate. No platinum, but at least it's got trophies now. So, hmm. I will be jumping on there and playing some Roblox with my kids, getting them trophies. It takes it looks like to get all eight trophies, you can, it takes about an hour to 2 hours. So that's sick. So you play one, you play a Roblox game, you play 5 games, 15 games. You rate five, you play a game for an hour. Let's see, change your avatar's look, join a PlayStation Network party game and play Roblox, and you play a Roblox game with three of your friends. Well, I can play all three of my children. I can knock all those out in no time. Those are different trophies than the Xbox achievements, that is for sure, because if I remember correctly, and CJ could correct me if I'm wrong, But you had to log in to Roblox every day for like 24 days or a month or some bullcrap like that. So definitely not my favorite achievement list for sure. So, yeah, guys, that is the the PlayStation leaderboard. Let me see. Loot Bros. Achievement leaderboard. Let's see if it pops up that way without me having to do anything crazy. No, there it is. GDI Master Race. First place, 290 achievement points. Playing some Cyberpunk 2077. The Bearded Nerd, guys, he's finally playing some video games. 130 achievement points. He's playing the finals. Of course he is, because that is a free-to-play FPS. Uh, The Alpha Seagull, 120 achievement points. Playing some Liza P. Good job. Fourth place, Dexbox. Playing some Goat Simulator 3. 15 achievement points. Fifth place, 0. Everything else is zero on that Xbox leaderboard. That is really going to lend us into our topics for the week. So, I am going to jump right into it. Because like I said, it's going to be a bit of a shorter show. But this one's going to be a little more news-oriented. And we'll see how you guys like it. Uh, we'll see what you guys think about this, alright? Um, there's been a lot of rumor lately that... PlayStation is about to start getting some Xbox games. Now, there's been rumors that some of these Xbox games are going to Nintendo Switch as well. And a couple of the games in question right now, right, will be Hi-Fi Rush. The rumor is it's going to Nintendo Switch. Now, guys like Jez Gordon and uh, some of these big industry leakers are the ones that are saying, hey, this stuff's happening. All right, but Sea of Thieves is another one that seems to be rumored, heavily rumored by all the big leakers, and those guys have good proven track records, but Sea of Thieves seems to be on the radar for a a potential game going to PlayStation. Now, I kind of want to comment on that. I think that this is an amazing, absolutely amazing idea. And you ask yourself, why? Why, Resident Evil? Why do you think that's a good idea? I think it's a great idea because some of these games on this. Okay, let me back it up. Let me back it up. Okay. Xbox's business model is obviously not working. Okay. And we're going we're gonna to circle back on that one. Okay. This isn't a dig on Xbox show, by the way. This isn't me uh, trying to be all super biased or whatever. We're just going to kind of state things that are being uh, constantly regurgitated on the websites and the different podcasts. And then I'll throw in some opinion stuff on there on top of it in a minute. But Xbox, their new business model, the Game Pass business model, is not working. Or at least it's not working to what we, the consumer, believe uh, to be... viable, nor even PlayStation to be viable. Now, during this Activision Blizzard lawsuit, all that bullcrap going on, Jimmy Ryan said this business model would not work for us. Not only did he say that, but he said it under oath that he has reason to believe that Xbox is losing money. Therefore, they're gobbling up these publishers to recoup and try to corner and take over the market. And this would be bad for our business because they're going to make business harder across the board. Okay. And you take that little nugget that a good old worldwide franchise, Jimmy Ryan, he who makes us whole from back in the day, said. Then you fast forward to this insomniac leak. Now, I know we don't tend to talk about news here on the Loot Bros podcast, but there's just so much fascinating stuff going on. You take that insomniac leak, and there are documents in there that show. That PlayStation has ran experiments on what does it do monetarily to put one of your first-party games on the service. Now, I would caution you to go looking into this stuff because you're going to find things on a Reset Era and um, Reddit that you might not want to know about Wolverine and Venom and things. The game's coming up. Okay, you're going to find yourself in spoiler territory in a pool of information. A spoiler pool, okay. But in these documents, all right. There's pie charts, there's graphs, there's all kinds of crazy stuff. But PlayStation led. It started an experiment. They said, okay, here's what we're going to do. One of our best-selling games of uh, of the of all, well, I guess all time, really, you know. But of the PS5, uh, Horizon Forbidden West, they sold it by itself. They sold it as a pack in. They've got millions and millions of units of sales, okay. Then they go and they put it on their subscription service, and it cut down their sales tremendously. Now, I don't have the information in front of me, but if I remember correctly, it was over 50% or more of sales were cut. And if I'm not mistaken, again, I could be quoting this one incorrectly, but I think they actually, it was closer to 70%, 80% of sales that were actually uh, affected by it. Like, it dropped dramatically. And uh, if you can hear that noise in the background, I hope my noise reducer is working, but my robot vacuum just decided it was going to go empty itself right outside my door. So uh, all that being said, you know this is all documented in the Insomniac Leaks. This is internal documentation and internal numbers. These are not meant for the public. These are meant for their own knowledge so that they can gauge what is good, viable business and what is not. So even if it was a 30% decrease... That's a huge hit, you know. Is it worth it to bolster your platform, your 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 subscription service? Probably. 50% hit, that's a big hit. I don't know. I can only deal in small numbers because I'm a small numbers guy, right? But for me, I look at like, well, what do I pay for something, for a deal, and then what do I pay for a deal that will later bring more business to me, okay? I like to keep my margins at 30% investment so that I can sell – and have that seventy percent of possible return. Okay, you got to cover my time. You got to cover my uh, my my shipping. You got to cover you know the things that I take a loss on. You got to cover the risk because I might buy a batch of games and then it might not work. You know, I bought a copy. I bought a, a copy of um of NCAA football uh two thousand fourteen. That's a hundred and fifty dollar game, complete ninety dollar disc only game because it was the last NCAA game to come out. Copy I bought was scratched i mean like that's not gonna sell if i do sell as is then i'm risking a return i'm risking a ding on my store you get a ding on the store you're two weeks of recovery i mean the potential amount of lost sales from all that you have to factor in a lot of stuff okay and i'm like doing very very small small business owner stuff You take a multi hundreds and hundreds of million dollar company like Sony and you say 30% loss in potential sales is big. 50% is even more. So they did this internal test using one of their best and biggest IPs to date to test it out. And that's how. I'm assuming, now you have to infer a lot to take the internally leaked documents and then the statement of Jimmy Ryan, and then you marry those two together. Even Sean Layden, when he was out, said, this "This is not sustainable. Like We don't understand how they can do this unless they're just you know bleeding money, hemorrhaging money on the Xbox side, and just Microsoft's like, yeah, we'll, we'll take the L because we bathe in money everywhere else, Scrooge McDuck style. So all that being said, PlayStation's saying, hey, through these leaks, This is not a viable business model. You can't survive and sustain this way, okay? Now, let's get back over to Xbox. That's what we have. That's what I have to base my opinions on, albeit it doesn't really matter to me because I just like to play video games, and I happen to like PlayStation video games, but if PlayStation went out of business today, I would just go play on Xbox. If Xbox went out today, I would probably go to PC before I became a sole Nintendo user just because there's an achievement system over there and i'm a sucker for that kind of crap but let's just say all that was left was was steam i mean a a nintendo that's what i would be i just like video games and i and i just have my preference of where i like to play based on the things that are offered to me but none of it really matters at the end of the day and i don't really care how healthy these companies are you know unless it affects the quality of games i get so i want them to be successful because i want to get good games Now, let's go back over to Xbox. So Xbox, as a platform, in my opinion, and I said this from the day they announced that their day one stuff was going to Game Pass, I'm like, you can't survive like that. What you're going to get, and I called it, ladies and gentlemen, if you go back to the Loot Bros episodes from around when Game Pass first started, I I subscribed for two years straight. Not missing a month, because I'm dumb. But I've said all through that whole process that whole time you can't you can't survive this way you can't make gears of war and just give it away you can't make good halos and just give them away you know like you in my opinion these subscription services are great for your back catalog and i have always said that and that is kind of how both of them operate you know it's like, hey, this is a great place. Once these sales have been exhausted for these games, throw them on your back catalog, and then say, hey, for one monthly price, you can play the old stuff. And to me, that's just that's that's good business. But that's my opinion. And I'll always have these subscription services for things like that. I think that that's great. All that being said, they're doing day and day, and you just keep hearing all these stories, and you're like, wait a second, why do they not report the numbers? Wait a second, why do they say that? Game Pass customers spend more money, but they never say that Game Pass itself is in fact profitable. And if it is profitable, like what are what are we looking at? Are we, you know, when when people ask, why do they have dodgy language? Not only that, but Xbox is notorious. Yes, Phil Spencer specifically for talking out of both sides of his mouth. Most recently, with some of these games that are in question. All right, Phil Spencer said that we are not. It is not in the plan to put games on PlayStation, and Nintendo right now. Okay, when the Starfield uh, announcement happened and the Bethesda acquisition happened, he said their games will go where Game Pass exists. Being questioned recently, he said, we're not looking at putting Game Pass on those platforms. But then another Xbox exec, and I forget his his title, he just said not even a month ago, like, yeah, we're looking at putting our games on PlayStation and Nintendo. So then Phil Spencer, again, this is all 2024, had to go and do the way, well, that's not in the plan. That's not in the plan. So you don't really know which way things are going. But then you have these industry insiders coming in saying these things are happening. Now, wow, that's a lot of information. I get it. So here's where I kind of stand with everything. Game Pass can't be profitable based on PlayStation's information, okay? Okay without the assumption that Microsoft is just going to continue to piggyback them, which is very possible, okay? A lot of companies do that kind of stuff. It's It's not unheard of. Amazon is notorious for taking the L in a market but selling things under market value to corner the market share and then slowly, like a frog in boiling water, turning up the heat until they're profitable. That is a known thing. Netflix did the same thing. So it's not, like it's, 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 it's not like it's impossible, nor does it matter. At the end of the day, it doesn't really matter. You know, I get curious about this stuff because my fear is one day I won't be able to play video games because they're going to do something stupid. But if I'm being honest, brutally honest, I'm not playing their games right now anyways. I've got a Game Pass right now, and I, I freaking turn a game on. So who's the real idiot? Me. So all this information, take it with a grain of salt because I'm a dummy in the... Anyways, so all that being said, guys, I know I say that a lot. I hope you like it. These rumors are coming out that Xbox games are coming to these other platforms, and the conversation now isn't if, it's when. And... A lot of these games have ports or versions or have been tested, and these industry insiders are talking about it. For example, Gears of War has a port on PS3. You can go on the annals of the internet and you can find it. Halo has a port on the DS. You know, we've, we've heard rumors, and uh, Colin on Sacred Symbols had said multiple times that he has it on good authority that the Master Chief Collection was possibly going to end up on PS4 early in the life cycle. So it's not like these conversations haven't been had, nor should they be. And my personal opinion is, if you're in last place of the three major console manufacturers, then yeah, why wouldn't you do that? Why wouldn't you? now? This isn't. This is just me saying out loud, and I think this is a, and a great idea. But if I'm Mister Xbox, I'm Phil Spencer. I'm like, well, look, we're not trying. His words, we're not trying to out console Sony. So what are our viable options here? Okay, if you're not trying to out console the console leader, okay, cool. Make your console, and you always said you never ever ever want to be the you know market loser in when it comes to power. Okay, Xbox wants to be the most powerful car- console on the market. Well, then do that. Be the most powerful always from now on, no matter what. You want to have the 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 console, at the ultimate price point, which is the the the, the little man the Xbox Series S. And I think that's amazing. I see Xbox Series S's for $150 to $180 every day on Marketplace. And I think to myself, dude, that is such a small investment to get in the Xbox platform. I think it's awesome. 15 to 18 or $20 a month, whatever it is for Game Pass, having access to all those games. If I was a young kid in school right now that didn't have the, the main business, that didn't have the side business, I wasn't in the hustle, and all I want to do is play video games, this would be, I would beg my parents, I'm like, let my allowance be my Game Pass. Let's go. I think it's awesome. And I think that it's wonderful that it exists. So, like, what else do you do? How do you make money? Well, this would be me. This is my pitch right here, Phil, if you're listening. Make your consoles. Sell your game pass. Fill it up with your first-party lineups. That's fine. After a year, throw your games on PlayStation. Sell them full price. They'll sell. They'll sell some. It'll recoup some of your costs. It'll keep your people in the door getting the latest and the greatest and the next thing and then give yourself a 1 year exclusivity window on on your big bangers maybe a 2 year exclusivity window you know you're already turning all of your games into live service games anyways without saying it you know halo infinite was a live service game starfield you're inevitably going to have a, a tale of dlc and things of that nature that's going to keep it you're going to keep updating it if it's anything like fallout 76 especially i mean i'm not i know they're not the same thing i know the xbox fans literally just died but What I'm saying is, as you create your games and you give them these long tails, Sea of Thieves, you know, like they're going to exist and then you're going to get your people on your platform, you know, early under the subscription model. They're going to build their friends. They're going to get their achievements. They're going to have their DLC. You're going to capture your people there. You own Call of Duty. You're going to put all the Call of Duties on Game Pass. You're going to get your Call of Duty bros over there. Why wouldn't you sell them on Xbox? I'm um, on PlayStation a year later, or, or just start in reverse, start in the back catalog, start with your Gears of War collection, you know, start with your Halo Master Chief collection. This stuff's been out for years on your side. Give them the opportunity, give the people who have never played your games before a chance to buy them. Dude, you think for one second I wouldn't buy Gears of War? A la carte as a collection, however you package it on PlayStation right now, you, you're, I would freaking I would lose my mind for that. I'm over here looking right now, guys. Here's another news story. Tomb Raider 1 through 3 Remastered will have over 200 PS5 trophies to earn. 200 trophies for these three games. Freaking give it to me. Let's go. I am all in. I just bought the uh, Metal Gear Solid collection. Volume one's freaking awesome. I love that stuff, and and just something clicked in me this week where I'm like, dude, you know what? I don't just get, put the put the Xbox games over here where I'm already playing. Sell them to me. I'll buy them. You know, I don't need Game Pass over there. Sell Game Pass on, on on Xbox. Sell Game Pass on on your phone. Sell Game Pass on your TVs, whatever. And then over here in the ecosystem where we buy games, sell me your games. I'll buy them. I will play those games on PlayStation 100%. That would be freaking awesome. Splash screen brought to you by Xbox, Microsoft Studios, whatever. Let's go. I would freaking love that. So I think that this will be great. You know, we keep hearing it's going to happen. Do I want to play Hi Fire Rush? Sure. I've played it already, I've played it on Game Pass. Do I want to play it on PlayStation? Absolutely. Give me Shinji Mikami games over here where I'm at. Let's go. You know, give me, give, I mean, do I want to play Sea of Thieves? No, but I know my kids would over here. My kids, we tried Sea of Thieves on Xbox when it first came out. Kind of bare bones, kind of a, uh, but they would play it with their friends on PlayStation. These kids are PlayStation through and through. My kids just, I mean, that is just natural to them. They've always had everything, Nintendo, uh, Xbox, and PlayStation. As a matter of fact, I started started them on Xbox and Nintendo because I didn't want them messing with the PlayStation. That was supposed to be for me. They found their way over. They know what's good, uh, what's good for them. So I say do it. Put them on the Switch, guys. Get these games. How amazing would it be to have Gears of War on the go? Or Halo on the go? Put them on the Switch. That would be freaking sick. We just got the Arkham Trilogy on the Switch. That's awesome. Sure, it looks like crap. So what? Runs like balls. So what? We can play it on the go. I'm going to be in a hotel this coming week. All right? The internet's going to be trash. I'm not going to be able to play no games on the freaking internet. Show you know all I'm going to do? I'm going to bring my Vita. i bring my, my games monitor and my freaking PlayStation and a disc-based game. Why isn't that an Xbox? You know, why isn't that an Xbox game? I'm just saying, put it over there, Mr. Xbox. Put it over there, Phil Spencer. You know you want to. So that is kind of one of the big topics I wanted to talk about. I want to put, open this up to the community. I think I'm going to do this more often. This has never been a news show, despite you know certain eras of the Loot Bros being news worthy. But I want to have some open dialogue with you, the listeners, with the patrons, with all you guys, and I want to I have a section where we can maybe talk about something more current, and I open it up into the comment section, guys. Have some conversation with me. What do you think? Would you play? With my PlayStation guys, would you buy Xbox games on, on PlayStation? Would you play them? Xbox guys, if you got this stuff day and date on Game Pass, and a year, two years, five years later, it came over to PlayStation, would you care? Let me know. Let me know in the Facebook group. Let me know in the Discord. Let me know, guys. What, what do you think? What do you think about that? So let's move over to some recommendations. Again, I said earlier, you know, I recommend the Backbone. This thing right here, I've got, I'm going pull, to pull it right here. I got it in my hand. It is freaking dope. Man, these, these these buttons feel good. You know, it's it's cool. It feels better sitting up than it does laying down, by the way laying down in bed I, I did it feel a little funky uh, but it's because it's stagger sticked and it's just the the way I play that's not my favorite way to play things but uh it's freaking sick man it is awesome get yourself a backbone um go on oh, here's what you do guys you go to the description to the links in the description below you sign up for whatnot you go on whatnot you find yourself a backbone you get fifteen dollars off just like that just from going through my through my link and then when you buy a backbone Inevitably, when you buy some video games or you buy some cool stuff, whatever it is, maybe you want to buy some jewelry. I saw a guy opening up boxes of vintage jewelry earlier and vintage money, and then you come back and you say, "Resident Daryl, you're so you're so right. That was such a great idea." And then I make fifteen bucks off of that. Then I can go buy cool. I can go buy myself some stuff. I can buy myself some some Japanese PSP imports because that's what I that's what I buy on what not. So definitely recommendations as far as uh, films go. I, I want to give a recommendation on an app. Now, this one is one. It's, I'm sure it's very common to you guys, the listeners. Um, but this is one that uh, uh, Gaz, you know, Gareth, t- turned me on to. It's Letterboxed. So this app, Letterboxd, uh, it lets you rate and kind of make lists and categorize and review uh, films and all that stuff. And the purpose in which I use it, which I think is really great, and this is what how what Gareth had said to me, was that you can kind of keep up with the, the uh, films that you watch. As a matter of fact, I just opened it up, and it says Gareth recently watched Priest and reviewed it three out of five stars. Okay? So myself... I am keeping a list of all the films that I've watched. I've got a list that says, excuse me, films watched in 2024. So far, that list reads as follows. Batman v Superman, because it's the goat. Triple Frontier, which was an excellent movie. And again, when it comes to recommendations, you guys, it's a Netflix film, Ben Affleck starring. (laughs) It's a good, straightforward, you know, action film with, um, it's a group of uh, soldiers that are kind of semi-retired. That kind of do a little bit of contract work. They end up trying to rob a drug cartel, and things go array, a ray, however you say it. It was awesome. Next up on my list is Shin Godzilla. Now I went and purchased this movie last into last year, right after I watched Godzilla minus one. Which, by the way, if you haven't seen Godzilla minus one, you should watch it. And if you have seen it, you should listen to our deep dive on the patreon it is absolutely excellent so um godzilla minus one i watched shin godzilla shin godzilla is kind of weird i was kind of it was kind of phrased to me like it's like a horror kind of godzilla i don't know that i agree with it being so much horror godzilla as much as i it's horrific in the way they portray godzilla uh it's very interesting not my favorite but it was weird and it was cool because it was weird it was cool because it was different but it's not love. And so uh, all that being said, um, Shin Godzilla. Then I watched Desperado. This is Antonio Banderas. Um, gun, you know, guitar case full of guns. Excellent movie. Uh, Godzilla 2000. I watched this one. I actually had this one just kind of going while I worked. And I almost didn't put it on my list, but I did kind of... I was doing this, this email social media campaign thing, and it was just like, you know what? i watched this thing start to finish, even though I had the volume down really low. And then my wife and I, for her birthday, we watched a rom-com. Now, I don't typically do the rom-coms. I don't usually find them fun or enjoyable, but I'm a dude. It's kind of you know normal. Uh, my wife, on the other hand, doesn't like to watch movies unless they're rom-coms. So for her birthday, I picked out a rom-com. This one is a J-Lo rom-com, um, is called The Backup Plan. And it was actually pretty funny. It was actually pretty funny. So some actually really gross scenes in it. <laughs> I was just like, wow, wasn't expecting that. So um watched that one with the wife, and and it was enjoyable. So I put that on the list. So so far, two, four, six movies in uh, 2024. Oh, no, nope, no, nope, no, nope, no, nope, no. Nope. I missed one. I missed one because my son and I watched The Amazing Spider-Man. Uh, that's right, I forgot, we watched that one this past weekend, so The Amazing Spider-Man from 2012, this was the first movie I ever took him to see this one um, was a film that we watched or he was two, like two and some change or some bullcrap like that, and I thought we'd make it through it, we didn't, but hey, you know what It was cool. So seven movies, seven films this year so far, and it feels good. I like, I like being able to keep up with it, you know, being able to keep up with what I watch. So, um, very, very cool. Started the year off BVS. Let's go, baby. You can't beat that. So, uh, but yes, but in the, in the, in the recommendations, man, when it comes down to recos and you guys know that when I do the solo shows, I like to leave you with things to look into, look forward to. And, um. You yeah, have The Backbone and uh, letterboxed, And then watch the movie Triple Frontier. That's three excellent, excellent things uh, to check out. Things that might serve you, you know, serve a purpose. Things that might be, be cool for you. Um, the next thing I want to throw out there, and this one's for my metalheads out there. This one is, we're going old school, okay? Um, oh, I, I want to throw this out there. I haven't seen it yet, so I can't say I recommend it, but Asking Alexandra has a new... EP, The Dark Void, that just popped up on my Spotify. But uh, Spotify, Conceived in Fire by Living Sacrifice. This is for my metalheads out there. What a brilliant album. What an absolute banger of an album. Wild time signatures. Just good old-fashioned metal. Um, The occasional breakdown, but really it's more so just steady metal. And I absolutely love it crazy positive message for those of you guys that are into that kind of thing. And, you know, just one of the, one of the goats when it comes to, you know, Christian metal. Freaking love these guys. Uh, 2002 it's when the album came out. Still sounds amazing. It's one of my favorite albums to listen to and just rock out. You know, it's a good workout album. It's a good ride down the road album. It's just Freaking awesome! Conceived in fire by Living Sacrifice. So there you have it, guys. There's a handful of recommendations for you, and a handful of things for you to check out. So I hope all of this finds you all well. There's so much more I want to talk about. So many different uh, things happening in in gaming. You know, especially with PlayStation. Uh, so much kind of up in the air. And uh, I mean, there's some stuff happening, guys. So. I'm going to kind of wind things down. I'm going to land the plane a little bit here and I'm going to I'm going to kind of Im- impose a new segment. Okay, I've kind of already alluded to it. Um but I want to talk about some things I'm looking forward to for 2024 when it comes to video games. Now, uh you guys know I love I absolutely love my, you know, my trophies. I love my retro games on PlayStation. And I am super freaking excited for this Tomb Raider uh, remaster, you know, one through three. Dude, playing those games, I think it was Tomb Raider 2 especially. There's like a, you're in a cave and there's like a tiger. It could be Tomb Raider 1. I, I don't remember. It's been that long. Um, but dude, jumping off of the the cave and and swan diving and breaking Laura Croft's neck as as awful as that is was just so stupid fun. And I I don't remember why, but I just remember running through this section of the game over and over and over. And it could be it was a demo. It could be that I remember my biggest memories of this game, because I owned them all multiple times throughout the years. It could be that my biggest memory of the game was just because it was a demo, and I kept playing that section over and over and over again. But I am very, very much anticipating and looking forward to Tomb Raider 1 through 3, 3 Masters, can't wait this is going to be a day one purchase and super excited i just uh after playing metal gear it just man i'm i'm ready and and I, I watched the video uh on the glow up so this comes out february 14th 2024 and they did a little bit of a glow up on on laura croft and and from the original to now they rounded her out made her look a little more modern and it looks great. It looks really cool. So I think that this is going to be a great collection, and it just kind of wraps my, you know, gets me, gets my head going. It's like, man, we got the Metal Gear collection. We're getting this uh, Laura, this Tomb Raider, Laura Croft collection. And it's like, come on Xbox, come on over. The water's fine. Bring us a Gears of War collection on on PS Five. Let's go. You know you want to do it. I know I mentioned that earlier, and it's not a real thing, but I'm trying to manifest it. Trying to make it happen. I would absolutely love for this to become something, and I am super excited to see kind of what comes up out of these rumors. So uh, there's a there's a, a show coming up, guys. Something I'm going to do, where we talk about broken trophy lists and games. Um, you know, specifically games that have turned their servers off. I'm really excited to jump into that. Uh, as of yesterday, from the time of recording this, we have a New Year's sale. Uh, on psn and there's some games in there with some broken broken trophies so uh definitely got to check it out we got to you know we're gonna dive into that i don't know if that's going to be an extra episode that's going to be a patreon episode but definitely gonna be diving into the world of trophies and things with the servers turned off and i've just got this crazy list going and I just want to talk about it. So like I said, guys, I hate that this episode is a shorter episode, but due to time constraints and things happening, it is, it is what it is. So thank you guys so much for listening. <laughs> it's crazy to go from these long three-hour episodes to here you go, you're going to get one inside of an hour this week. So hopefully those of you that asked for that, enjoy it. So I really appreciate you guys listening. Go check out Resident Daryl on YouTube, guys. As of the time of this recording, we are at 602 subscribers. Get us to 1,000 and let's go to the range and destroy Connected Adventures. We have 73 copies of it as we speak, and we are very, very much ready to get out there and do this. So, guys, go. Please, go check out Resident Daryl on YouTube. and. Yes, we'd love your support. So, thank you guys so much. Love some feedback on this one. If you listen to the topics and you have some feedback, please, yeah, let's get it going. Talk to talk to me on Patreon. Talk to me uh, in the Facebook group. Talk to me on Discord. Let's get some dialogue going back and forth. And we will catch you guys next week. Always remember, here on Luke Bros Podcast, we believe anime is for purrs.